to Leader Fables, a podcast where two lifelong friends and totally obsessed business nerds discuss all things leadership. I'm your host, Jacob Evans, and I'm joined by your co-host, Casey Clark, and my good friend, uh, who is super happy uh, to be here today because it is Friday. Yes, TGIF. And wait a minute. Did you just demote me and promote yourself? You're the host. I'm the co-host. We're co-hosts. We're hosts. Co-hosts. They're interchangeable, Casey. Yeah, I'd like a, I'd like a org chart, please. Uh, (laughs) I'll add that to my to-do list. Done. It's on the list. Yes, that'll be part of your planning. I love it. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this topic. Yeah. So this, uh, you know, if you're new to the show, this season of Leader Fables, we're talking all about the five altitudes of planning. So two weeks ago, we talked about, we kind of delivered an overview uh, where we talked about preparing for planning. Believe it or not, you can prepare to plan. And uh, we have some really great tips in that episode regarding uh, getting your mind and getting yourself adjusted for some better planning practices that we've been talking about. Last week, we talked about weekly planning. And today, we're talking about daily planning. Then after that, we're going to be talking about quarterly, yearly, and life planning. It's going to be great, huh, Casey? Woo. Yeah, I'm tired already. <laughs> There's a lot of planning about planning. So much here. planning. Yeah. So today, like I said, we're talking about daily planning. So Casey, when I say daily planning, what comes to mind? Well, I think what comes to mind is what happens when I don't have a plan for my day. And I don't think it's a stretch to ask people to imagine a time where they sit down, they get an email they get a phone call, there's an emergency, there's a fire that needs to be put out, they blink twice and it's lunchtime. And then they blink two more times and it's time to go home. And then they yawn and it's 10 o'clock at night and their family hasn't seen them and they haven't got anything important done. They've just been chasing fires all day long. So I think that's the importance of uh, planning da- your daily plan is it's so easy to get pulled into chaos. Oh, man, you are singing my tune. And in fact, that is exactly what happened to me. A few years, well, actually, about I think it's almost like a decade ago now, maybe two decades. It's been a while when I discovered uh, David Allen's Getting Things Done. And I devoured the book. It was a great book. I had a lot going on in my career. I was new to leadership. And it was great. And one of the things I that's part of David Allen's system, and we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast, is a weekly review where you go through all of your projects, you make sure you have good next actions, you consider what you're going to be doing the next in the next week. And I would do this week in and week out. And <laughs> I would have all these really great plans and all these really great intentions, but I get to the end of the day, day in and day out, and I have nothing to I'd have nothing on my to-do list done. Like nothing would be done. And what what ended up happening, Casey, is I would be I would carry over tasks from week to week to week. I hate to admit it, but it, it, it felt like I was just treading water. Now I was doing stuff. I wasn't just you know eating bonbons and watching TV. Uh, if people still do that, I, I I don't know. That might be a dated reference, but uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't just sitting around doing doing nothing. I, uh, I I was making plans. I was doing a weekly review. I had big, hairy, audacious goals that I wanted to get done personally, and I wanted to see my team complete. But week in, week out, I, I kept deferring things. And I get to the end of the day feeling exhausted and not having a lot to show for it, at least as far as my task list was concerned. So yeah. that... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that the weekly plan is nice, but if you don't get to daily execution of it, like it, it's just an exercise versus, 
being something that actually moves the needle for you. Well, for me, it got even worse. So I'm like, why am I doing this weekly review thing? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I would just, I stopped doing it. Like, I fell off the wagon for probably a year where I just, I didn't do any sort of (laughs) weekly planning. You were were pouting. You were pouting. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was, you know, I was still like capturing tasks and making projects and that sort of stuff and kind of loosely, I had this sort of loose system of of to-dos and and ticklers and all that put together, but I wasn't benefiting a whole lot from that, nor was I before that benefiting from the weekly review. And uh, that kind of led me on a journey to discover this thing that we call daily planning. And uh, what I found is that, you know, we really need a system flexible enough that doesn't get in our way, but that's rigid enough to kind of withstand the inevitable curveballs that come in our day. Because that was the issue I had, right? Like, I make my plan. I thought I was going to do something on a particular day or during a particular week. And then Monday morning would happen, and I'd have emails to deal with and system outages to uh, communicate about and angry customers that needed to to get to get talked, you know, that, that needed to that needed help and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, the week just stole all my thunder <laughs> week in and yeah. week out. So um, I think it, it, you and I have probably developed a, a way of uh, planning our days that uh, is flexible enough, like I said, to to kind of withstand um, those pressures and to you know better ensure that we do move the initiatives, the goals that we set out for the week and for our quarters uh, forward. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about that today. Yeah, that's great. I've even found for me that I love what you said about the routine needing to be rigid, but not too rigid and not and flexible, but not too flexible. It's finding that like perfect tension between the two. And that even comes down to what I call rituals, which are um, I'm able to turn my startup on autopilot because I've thought that out before. So I know how I start up a day. I know I close down a day. I know I, you know, how I go to bed. I know I wake up and the, the time in between those rituals is when my big work's happening. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear your system for this. And I'll kind of interject and uh, tell you if there's anything I do different. But w- tell me about your routine. Like, how, how do you do it? I do want to talk about routines and rituals. But before yeah. we do, let's just bracket that for a moment. What I'd yeah. like to just recap real quickly Kind of what, what what we talked about in our weekly episode. I think in order to our weekly planning episode, I think in order for us to um, ensure that our daily plans are successful and that we have material to draw from to create weekly pl- or daily plans, we need a good weekly plan that has at least three or four goals yep. uh, defined for the week. So. If you're listening to this, two or three goals, you say three (laughs) or four. So maybe we can agree on three uh, goals for the week. Yeah, I think and this is something I do uh, both on the kind of daily planning level or altitude as well as the weekly planning altitude is I'll kind of look at the meetings that I have scheduled for the week and I'll determine like based on that how much discretionary time I'm going to have. And if I have more discretionary time, I might have three or four goals. If I have less discretionary time, Casey, I'll have two goals. So I and, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes I have what I think is going to be a free week and it turns into not a free week. And my calendar gets booked up for one reason or another. 
Um, that might be another episode, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting too. Cause you, you're thinking of, uh, here's the meetings I have. What time does it allow me to accomplish these big things? Where for me, where I'm more in the people world, the meetings are my big things. That's right. right. Like I have a all hands meeting. I have a, a, a summit, a conference, right. That people are coming in for. So it's interesting how, depending on your role, you might view discretionary time or which we call just time you're not booked. Right. And, and how to protect that. And I often find that my big goals for the week sometimes are prep for a meeting. Like that yep. is one of my big things to get done. So that's great. I think one of the other things I just want to mention kind of on this weekly planning level or altitude is when I do my weekly review and weekly plan, I'll go through my task list and I will flag or tag tasks for completion that week. I don't put a due date to them. I just say, hey, this is something, this is this is something I'd like to get done. It's kind of a wish list of things that I would like to get done that week. And um, I'll talk about it a little bit later why that's important. But if you're struggling to like, well, this this is the struggle I've had is using due dates for lots of things. And I found that when everything has a due date, like nothing has a due date, especially if everything's due this week. Like that doesn't make any sense. Or when nothing has a due date, everything has a due date. Right. I, I don't know. You can look. Well, what I do, of- what I do, just to be clear about due dates is. I use due dates, but I use them sparingly. I will okay. put a, a due date on a task that has to get done by that day. Normally, it's like pay the water bill because it would be really bad if our water got turned off. <laughs> or there's a report that I promised somebody and it needs to get done that day. I'll, I'll put a due date on it. But I, uh, in, in any given week, I'll only have a very small collection of tasks, normally two or three, that actually have a due date. It's interesting because this is something we can tease out because I think I do the opposite of what I'm working on that day. I put a due date that day so that I can filter by what I what I want to work on that day. Yep. Not planning on getting it done. I'll just move it to the next day, you know, when I've got that portion of it done. But that's an interesting approach. And I've always uh, I know some softwares actually have more filtering, you know, capabilities than others with a start date and an end date and and things like that. But that's it's interesting. Uh, I guess the the other thing due dates sometimes cause me to do is rebel. I don't know if you ever feel this like I didn't get enough time for this project, and so I'm gonna put it off to the last second as punishment to I don't know who to yourself. I guess you know like, uh, but yeah, due dates are interesting. Like they can both motivate and uh, make me procrastinate at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, I kind of. Due dates have that same effect on me. So what I do is I use flags. And I'll talk about that, how I use those here in a little bit. So stop teasing us, Jacob, about all these cool rhythms you're going to tell us about. Tell us about your your daily routine. All right. So as Casey alluded to, I believe that in order to really make a day work, we need routines that kind of bookend the day. I have a startup routine and a shutdown routine. And both of these activities help ensure that not only my current day is successful or more successful, but also that tomorrow is set up for success. So let's talk real quick about our startup routine, Casey. So what I do, and I'll talk about mine, you can talk about yours. I Very first thing, this is the most important thing that has to happen every single day. And that is drink coffee. 
<laughs> priority. That is the priority. And and it's kind of funny. I found that I can drink two cups of coffee and be fine. If I drink three cups of coffee, oh, man, I'm in big trouble. Because <laughs> then my, my brain, it cannot focus. <laughs> or it's trying to focus on everything. Or exactly. It's like, like it's everything. just, blah, 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 blah. yeah, I'm just wired. And, uh, and, and, and if I drink three cups of coffee... I I don't get. <laughs> it's really hard for me to just get started. It's it's the strangest <laughs> thing. I don't know if you found if you found the the correct uh, uh, coffee to water ratio. I drink one cup of water and two cups of coffee. Nice. I so I don't need any stimulant in the morning. Like I wake up. Oh, that's ready to go. That's now, amazing. I do make coffee um, just as more of a, like a just a tactical thing I'm doing in the morning. But it takes me about till lunchtime to drink one cup of coffee because I just kind of sip on it um, throughout the day. It's in the afternoon. That's when I need a cup of coffee because that's where my energy starts to wane. But I wake up fully perked. It drives my wife crazy. <laughs> so you are the quintessential morning person. I am. Yeah. Like 5 a.m. My eyes are open. Like I can't I can't stop my brain anymore at that point. So I need to get up and, and get going. So my day kicks off with a cup of coffee after that or two cups. Actually, it's normally one cup, and then my second cup accompanies me to my my next activity, which is I will pick the one thing on my task list that I've set aside for the day and that I am dreading the most, that I have the most resistance to, and I'll knock that out. Some days I'm very successful at this. Some days, some days I'm not, I will admit. But uh, I found that if I can get that one thing that I'm dreading done – and sometimes I'll time box it. I'm say, okay, I'm going to do this for 50 minutes. I'm going to give myself 50 minutes to do this, and then I can reassess and like not finish or uh, set aside for tomorrow or later this afternoon. Nine times out of ten, though, I can get it done in 50 minutes, and I feel really great afterwards. It's like, ah, oh, I got the thing I was dreading the most done. And the, the things I tend to dread are tedious work like making lists of things for a client or setting stuff up that I've done a hundred times like that the the sort of routine stuff that isn't hard it's just not particularly challenging those are the things I tend to uh, procrastinate on so I try to get those knocked out as soon as I can very early in the day and the nice thing about that is it gives me a good win a good solid win before Mm. oftentimes before 10 a.m. nice and then after that this is what I do, Casey. I go on a walk. I give myself, and this is a treat for me. Like going on a walk is a cathartic experience. I get some thinking in. Uh, I get to kind of reflect on what else I want to get done that day, what meetings I need to prepare for. Uh, it's it's a really wonderful kind of time in the morning, and I try to do it before it gets too hot because we're now in summer. Yeah, and uh, and then after that, I check email. I don't check email before I have completed. One hard task or one task I'm dreading and my walk, which ensures that by the – and this is normally by 11 a.m., sometimes 10 a.m. No one's interrupted my day with an email (laughs) or a Slack message or a Teams message. I I have at least gotten one good solid win in. I've had my coffee and I've had a little bit of exercise. And my walks are about an hour. I normally walk about three miles and – and it's 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 a it's a wonderful like I said it's it's the most cathartic time of my day. Nice. So starting with a task that you're not excited about that doesn't put you in a place where you're in a bad mood for the rest of the day. No, I'm in a great mood because I got it done. Because it's done. Okay. It's done. It's behind me. It's it's connection. behind me. It's like oh man, I 
And and even if I don't get to the rest of the things that I have set aside to kind of do that day, I at least know I got the hard thing done or the thing that I'm dreading. And it it makes me a little bit more excited to approach tomorrow because I still got stuff that I want to do on my list. Nice. Okay, cool. I, I, there's a couple of things I really like. I like the walk. I have a connection there. I can share it with my routine too. And then um, I, I like the getting a, a big thing done before you go to email. I can tell you I'm the opposite uh, of this, but I, I can I walk you through? Yeah, mine? let's go. Let's go through your morning or, or, okay. or startup routine. So I actually pulled up my uh, I use Nosby and I pulled out, I have a category in there that is a startup routine and then a morning ritual. Startup routine is work. Morning ritual is like it sounds stupid, but stuff like eat breakfast, I will go till lunch if I don't have a task reminding me to eat breakfast. So, uh, I usually get up usually about five in the morning. Cause again, I'm a, I'm an early bird. Uh, I, I make a cup of coffee that I'm going to nurse until lunch, <laughs> probably uh, along with my water. But I, the very first thing I do after that is I'll sit down and look at my meetings for the day and I will prep for those meetings, um, to the point that I feel comfortable that if I had to run out of the house that moment and not be back a second before the meeting, I'm comfortable enough to, you know, my prep is done. Sometimes that's a little work, right? If it's a me- if it's a big meeting, um, but most of the time this is like, oh, I want to have this link ready. I get my notes set up for the meeting, so I'm ready to go. Um, but I know if I get that step done, no matter what happens, I'm at least going to show up prepared for my team and, you know, in the in the different meetings I'm in. So. Very first thing prep for my meetings. Then I close my loops uh, like we talked about last time. So I go through my email and this is like military march through my email. If I can, if my rule of thumb is if I can do it in two minutes, I'll, I'll do it. So I'll either respond, delete, file, you know, whatever I need to do. Or if it's something that needs more work that's come in, I add it to my task list for the day at there. And then I go through my voicemail and any text messages just to double check. I didn't miss those. Uh, We use Microsoft Teams where I work. So I go through the Teams channels, look for anything new. uh, And I'm capturing my tasks as I do that. Um, And then I do what I call a daily financial check, which just is Casey financial nerd uh, coming out, but I actually use QuickBooks for my own personal bookkeeping. Uh, I really give it away my nerdiness here. Um, but I go and sync up all my transactions every day um, and just like assign categories, see if there's anything amiss. And uh, I like it when I have like three things to sync up rather than like once a month when I have like a hundred, you know, I, That's I, smart. I don't like that. Yeah. And then I have a couple of different uh, rhythms that I'm tracking. Um, and so I set up, I, I just keep a note about, uh, I have an actually spreadsheet that's like how much water I'm drinking, how much protein uh, I'm taking cause I'm on a health kick. That's some of my goals. Uh, but even like, uh, the connections with my wife and my daughter and like, I have, I have kind of a system, a gamified system to do this. So I just set that up for the day so I can begin, uh, my tracking. Then last but not least in this startup routine, um, I set my priorities for the day. So I go through all the tasks that I now have and I flag anyone that is important that to get done today. And then I stack rank them and that I call it, uh, setting the big three. Cause usually it's three is what I shoot for no more than three. And then at that point I'm set for the day. Then I stand up, I go have breakfast and I go on a walk. So we have the walk connection nice, there. Nice. 
And then when I come back from the walk, you know, I'll shower and get ready and things like that. Or I'll even take a break and and even sometimes I'll go back to bed, depending on how long this took and take a little nap. And uh, then my meetings usually start about nine. So um, but I get again about an hour walk or a workout. Um, and I have a dog that needs a walk or he will murder everyone in our family. So it's kind of fun. I can sense where the day is by how intently he's looking at me to go on a walk. So <laughs> Gus is my like uh, trading partner on this. And rain, shine, heat, cold, we get all of it in Utah. Uh, we go every single day uh, on this. So That's great. It sounds like many elements in your startup routine are actually in my shutdown routine. So it's kind of interesting that, that ours are somewhat swapped. Before we get to the shutdown routine, I would like to just talk a little bit about some things that I do throughout my day to help ensure that things don't get missed or that I'm kind of on top of things. You know, I, I think many of us at times, you know, in our lives have had what I call like a leaky bucket or a leaky system where we get assigned things or action items come our way and we didn't write them down. And then we get into another meeting and they're like, Hey Casey, what's up with this thing that we talked about like two weeks ago? And you're like, Oh, but um, 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 yeah, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. And as you're thinking, man, I never did that. I didn't think about it. Da, da, da. Does this ever happen to you, Casey? Yes. Yes. Um, and then what happens is I think about it all the time because I'm paranoid. I'm going to forget it. And so it's taking up this part of my brain worrying about it where if I would just like write a note, then I can let it go. Right. Cause I know I got it. So one of the things I do and I, I still, Casey gives me a hard time, but I still do a fair amount of meetings. I would say about half my time is spent still in meetings and Novice. I know, right? I know, <laughs> I know. Touche. My friend. No, um, you, fa- you found the promise land. It's, it's good. It's really good. One of the things I do when I get into a meeting is I do take notes and I have a couple of rules on like note taking. One is I'm not there to be a stenographer and to capture every <laughs> thought that came out of everyone's brain. You should get the little typewriter. Oh my thing. gosh. Uh, no, I don't do that. I write down kind of highlights. If there's a bit of data that I need for a project that I'm working on, I'll write that down. Uh, like for instance, last week I was in a meeting and we were going over uh, a new dashboard that we were building and there were some key metrics that were shared. So I captured those in my notes. Uh, that we needed to create charts for and graphs and all that. Um, and then it, what I what I am very intent to capture during a meeting are any action items I mm. either need to do or I am waiting on someone else to do so I can do my work. So I will put in my notes, I have a section in my notes of action items that are either for me or for someone else that I need to follow up with. And um, these are paper notes, electronic. I use notes. electronic notes just because okay. I'm a much okay. faster typer than I am a writer. Although I will say this, there's lots of science that suggests that you should be taking yeah. paper notes. And I agree with that science. I found it to be true, but I am stubborn and rebellious and I still take <laughs> digital notes. The, the, the part about paper notes that's hard for me is screenshots because so much of what I take notes on, I grab a screenshot and yeah, I do the same. So, thing. Yeah. so I end up going digital on some meetings just because I can plug the screenshot in really quick. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, just on daily notes, like that, that's something like throughout my day, I'll take little notes in meetings. My, my meeting notes are normally pretty, they're, they're not very long. If it's an hour meeting, I might have like, I don't know. 20, 30 lines of notes bulleted, you know, bullet points. And um, I rarely, and this is the thing I found, Casey, like I rarely go back and look at my notes for things that I've taken for projects that I'm working on. My memory is pretty good, but I do look at it for action items and things I need to follow up on or do. Nice. 
Um, and then, and so again, throughout my day, I'll, I'll do that, take notes and all that sort of stuff. The other thing I do that I think really helps with my productivity is I only check my email at predetermined times. So I'll actually block out in in my schedule when I'm going to be checking my email. And normally it's after I've done my walk and had my shower and breakfast, I'll check email. And then I'll do another check in the sort of early afternoon, so after lunchtime, normally around 1 or 2 o'clock. And then I'll do another check before the end of the day. And what I'm normally doing there is I'm skimming messages and looking for anything I need to just follow up on quickly. If it's going to take me two minutes or less to respond, I will do it right then and there. If it's going to take me more time, like I need to write a mini novel to someone, this is rare, but it sometimes happens, I will actually create a task in my task list yeah. to follow up on that and do it later. Yeah, that's great. I think we're pretty similar. Like I only check email all the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I, uh, I am fanatical about this because email is the thing for me. It's the giant sucker of productivity and time and it's everyone else's priorities for me, not my own priorities. I find an email. Now there are stuff I'm waiting to hear back on. Right. And I get, and it helps, but I, I am, uh, I that morning run through I told you about, and then I am one other time during the day, um, and I go through. Uh, I do keep it open, just in you know, and and see what. But unless it's an emergency, I won't deal with it other than those two times. And again, that same two minute rule: if I can deal with it in two minutes, awesome. If not, it has to be a task on my task list. One of the other things I do, uh, like I said, I, I still spend a fair amount of time in meetings. One of the th things I do when I get into a meeting, like the meeting I'm in here with Casey, we're using Zoom right now to uh, record the show. And when I open up Zoom, Do Not Disturb is automatically enabled on my computer, which means I'm not getting text messages. I'm not getting email notifications. Like all the notifications are off. And one of the reasons why I like doing that is so that I can be 100% present in meetings. I don't know, Casey, you've probably been in meetings where <laughs> people are not 100% there. And uh, I, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to people if yeah. I'm not totally engaged in the meeting and in the content. And what I found is, is that if most everyone in the meeting is engaged, the meetings are typically shorter. They're more, the, the signal to noise ratio is much better. And, uh, and I, it feels more productive. It doesn't feel like such a drain. Yeah. So that's one thing, right one on. little thing I do just to, just to stay present. Yeah. And just don't kid yourself about multitasking. The science has proven it. it it's not a thing is your time splicing rapidly, right? Your, your task shifting rapidly and it's exhausting. Um, so I, I'm with you on that. It's, it's an epidemic where I work. Everyone's in meetings all day, so they try to do work and half listen. And it's uh, I've, I've definitely succumbed to it on occasion. But same thing. Um, and I don't turn do not disturb on for every meeting, but for you know for I just turned mine on when you were saying it because I realized I forgot. So I was like, oh, Jacob's gonna catch me on this. But it is like uh, that, and and trying not to have anything up that's gonna pull my. Cause I'm on video a lot during the day and yeah, me too. Uh, I have monitors everywhere. And so people can, you know, you can tell if someone's eyes are focused on you and, you know, or if they're looking at 12 different screens. So yeah, you can see yeah. the, like the flashes in their glasses or the, the flash mm -hmm. of light on their face. Like, yes. or they just sent a joke. <laughs> we have it. We play this game with some people I work with where we want to try to get people to laugh on camera in a meeting. So that's we'll pretty cool. Funny memes and <laughs> different things. But, uh, yeah. And sometimes I think that's good. You know, oh, that's awesome. joy to the work you're doing and stuff, but uh, but you know, that one other thing I would just add, you know, through the day is you got to take a break and 
I struggle with this because I would just like to work. And what I tell myself is if I just keep working, I'll get done earlier and then I'll be off. And, uh, there's, you know, a whole, there's a whole method on this, that work will stretch to the amount of time that you give it. Right. And so it'll fill the vacuum. It fills the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I've gotten really good at is taking a lunch break and it felt antiquated for a while. And some people I work with are like, seriously, and any, you know, I say 90% of the days I take a full hour for lunch where I actually get up, I go eat, I, I watch a TV show. You know, I usually watch like, uh, one of the late night shows the next morning. Cause I, I can't stay up past 10 cause I'm a, a morning person. And, uh, and then I'd say about half of the times I'll go take a quick nap, you know, a 20 minute nap, um, and then come back. And it's like, I restart my day with new energy and, and then about three is probably when I need that next coffee, but, yeah. or, or some type of caffeine. So Starbucks, that, that's my, uh, Starbucks runtime. That's something that I've kind of struggled to implement is just having a consistent like lunchtime. It's something I've gotten better at over the last, I don't know, maybe six months. One thing I try to do if I'm in a project and I'm working, I'll try to take a break after meetings. And then if I'm in a project and working, I'll, I'll take a break like every 50 minutes. So I'll have these hour blocks and normally it's like three hours. It's no more than three hours, but I'll I'll be taking a break every 50 minutes. And that means getting up, doing something else, not staring at a screen and uh, getting a little, just getting my body moving and uh, maybe I'll get a snack or refill my water. And uh, I found that really helps actually uh, maintain my energy levels uh, when I'm trying, when I'm kind of in a, in a focus block, and normally it's one or two, sometimes three hours. Uh, that that kind of keeps me going. Yeah, there's a couple uh, automated things. I don't know if this is automated, but just a system that helps me not have to waste brain power. One is like what I wear. Like it's mm. it's uh, like I I have a bunch of the same thing. I'll say that. Like so, it's not a hard decision on what I'm going to wear for the day. I have like a uniform. My family calls it. Dad's in his uniform. Um, and then the other one is lunch. Um, because that's the other thing where I, I would find, oh, I don't really know what I want for lunch. So I'm putting it off or yeah, I'm going to order and now won't be here for 40 minutes, you know, that type of thing. So, uh, I like having a lunch that's quick that I can, you know, like three minutes. And so I, I do a, a service called freshly, which has like pre-cooked lunches and they're healthy and they have like the protein and stuff that I'm, you know, trying to get. And it's three minutes in the microwave. They're pretty good. You know, I don't say they're like chef quality, but they're pretty good. They're not like frozen dinners, but, um, and I really like that. I find that I eat better and I snack less and, and those types of things. If I have a good lunch ready that I don't have to think about what it is. It's just in the fridge ready to go. That's brilliant. That's really cool. Is there anything else you do kind of throughout the day to stay focused, productive, I, you know, I look for moments of joy, um, in the day because, uh, you know, when you're a middle manager, a lot of what you're working on is problems. Let's just be honest. I mean, we'd love to all think that we're building things all day and like, you know, but a lot of times you're responding to problems or you're, it's true. and so I keep, uh, while I take digital notes, I have a notebook next to me and anything that I, I've like, Oh, I want to think through that more or anything that like brought me joy or smile, I'll just note it, uh, on, on my paper. And then when I get to my shutdown routine, I can talk about how I tease that out a little more, 
But uh, I find if I don't take those notes, I forget them. And when I go to reflect at night, like I'm like, I don't know what happened, you know. So I'll just keep little notes again through the day. That's my paper notes, digital notes for like work things that I need to remember and things like that. That is brilliant. I am totally going to steal that idea. That That yeah. is a brilliant idea. Even things I thought were funny. like Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I was in a meeting and I was like, this person's voice reminds me of uh, an Austin Powers villain. Like, and I don't know why I find I just love talking to this person because they have this unique voice. And I was just like, I don't know. Does it offensive if I tell them this, like that they have a very distinct voice? I'll like jot it down and be like, I'm going to think about whether I should tell them how awesome their, you know, just their presence is in this meeting, how it made it better, you know, things like that, like who I could appreciate even, uh, which is one of my weekly rhythms is I, I'm going to send someone a card, you know, weekly. And, it helps me even have fodder for those times. If I write down a note, that's great. So, um, one of the things that, uh, and just to be clear, one of the things that I'm doing throughout the day as well is knocking off tasks that I've set yeah. that I've set up for myself. <laughs> like I am actually re- referencing my work. task list, yeah. checking stuff off. <laughs> if I've got discretionary time, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm working the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that goes back to the, in my morning routine where I have them prioritized, right. I work down that list. If I have 10 minutes and my first thing is an hour project, that hour project is going to get my first, my 10 minutes. I'm not going to find the thing that's going to take 10 minutes and skip the list. I prioritized. I'm working down that list. Um, and so that avoids like having to shift focuses all the time. I'm just going to work on what's next on my list every, every second I can, right, when I'm working and hopefully get through it. So when you set priorities, Casey, just... Just humor yeah. me here. Uh, are you setting priorities based on urgency or importance or, and those two things are kind of different sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, how, how do you kind of, I'm curious, like how do you set your priorities? Yeah, I hope in importance. Um, and the first thing that I look at is what are my goals for the week? Those automatically tasks associated with those automatically move to the top. And that's often, they're not the urgent things. Um, and they're personal things often too, but they still go to the top. Um, you know, every now and then an urgent thing will pop in there. Right. Cause I just, you know, you got, got to do it, but I'm also, I'm not a procrastinator. I like to like work ahead on things. And so usually I can balance. So I, I don't run into too many urgency, but I'll tell you this week is a great example. I could, I couldn't get everything done. There's just too much. And so I did have to prioritize a couple urgent things cause they were going to happen. And I had to be prepared for them. So it's it's a little bit of a negotiation art science thing. Um, but I would say most of the time it is based on importance. All right. So that brings us to my shutdown routine and your shutdown routine. Yes. So at the end of the day, my by end of the day, on a good week, my end of the day is 4 o'clock. On a bad day, it's 5 on a really bad day, it's six. Midnight. <laughs> uh, yeah, midnight, right? No, sometimes I mean that's that's pretty rare, but um, yeah, sometimes six or seven. That that, that that's a bad day. W- what I try to do is I try to schedule my shutdown routine, or I try to start my shutdown routine an hour before I kind of want to end the day, end end the day, uh, and not think about work and all that kind of stuff. So four o'clock gets me to five. Five o'clock gets me to six. Six is pretty bad. It gets me to seven. Um, and one of the, one of the things I uh, the first thing I typically do is I'll update my task list. Sometimes I'll I will have done stuff and I didn't update it, so I'll, I'll update it to reflect reality, check stuff off that I that I've gotten done, and then what I'll do is I'll update my weekly plan to reflect that new reality. Like you, Casey, 
There are many weeks where I don't get everything done that I had flagged to get done in a particular day. And I'll need a, and there are normally some items that I'll need to rejigger throughout the week. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to think about, you know, really doing this before the end of the week. When am I going to have more time? And I'll try to slot it into the day that makes most sense based on kind of where I'm at in the week. And uh, that gives me the opportunity to kind of move priorities around. It'll also give me the opportunity to reset expectations with people that I've said, oh, yeah, I think I can get that to you by Friday. And, uh, though you know, there were more urgent things psych. that came up. Yeah, yeah. psych. Yeah. And, and and the nice thing about that is if, if by Wednesday I haven't gotten anything done, and this happens sometimes, and I have things that I promised people on Friday or said, yeah, I'll get back to you around Friday on that. It gives me the opportunity to on Wednesday – communicate yeah i'm 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 behind this week and 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 then i can say hey i i think i can get to, get this to you by monday or tuesday or you know over the weekend or whatever normally it's never over the weekend but i wouldn't recommend that um <laughs> uh but that's good because most people are i think more um understanding when you give them some notice so that yeah. kind of gives me the opportunity to do that. I don't always do that, but it gives me the opportunity to uh, kind of rejigger priorities, reset expectations with people that I'm working with, um, especially during really busy weeks where um, stuff came in that I wasn't anticipating. And that happens to all of us, right? I imagine that that helps, like the response to that helps you too, right? If someone's like, yeah, no big deal, like, uh, you know, no, no hard timeline. And then other people were like, uh, this is going to throw off the whole project then you can prioritize it right the next day or, That's right. or whatever. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know if this is true for you, Casey, but I found that I am normally much harder on myself than other people are. Yeah, so I put expectations sure. on myself like, oh, yeah, I need to get this done. They're really expecting it. And then come to find out they <laughs> they could wait a week or they could wait a couple of days and, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next thing I do, um, so after I've kind of updated my weekly plan, uh, brought my uh, tasks or updated my test to reflect reality or, or what I did that day, I'll then process my notes that I'd taken. And by process, I really just um, ensure that I've got tasks for the action items and follow-ups that I capture during those meetings in my task system. So I take the notes in my notes app, and then I and then if I, there's any action items or follow-ups I need to do, I'll make sure that I have tasks and follow-ups in my task system ready to go so they don't get missed. Um, and then I, you know, as we've talked about, we've got review processes that'll ensure that I'll see those at the appropriate times and 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 do something about them. Nice. Um, after that, this is something new I'm experience I'm experience uh, experimenting with. Uh, for every single project I have, I've created a little note page, and on that note page, I have an activity section uh, that is organized by date, newest to oldest date. And for the current day, if there's some project work that I did or if there's some information that I got, I'll note it in the activity stream so that I have like one place to go for a particular project to get like links and documents and emails and links to Slack messages and all that sort of stuff. And it's been kind of useful. I've, I've actually found it useful this week to like, oh, yeah, where's that thing that they sent me? Oh, I'll just check the, <laughs> the activity the, the, the activity section on my project page and, uh, it's like and, a and get that. Right? Yeah, it's a little dashboard. Yeah, yeah I call it a hub. And uh uh, and it, it takes a little bit of time to update, so I'm. This is why I'm calling it an, an, an experiment because it, if I've if I don't have enough time to kind of really get my my shutdown done, this is probably one of the first things to go. Yeah, but uh, it's been kind of nice. So you know, if you're kind of struggling to keep project material together, oh, this might I be am. a way to to <laughs> to corral that. Yeah, 
I've started, I've started doing something similar and I think it was cause you started this. I was inspired like in, in Evernote, which is the note system I use, uh, the top of the notes page has the links and PowerPoints and, you know, different things. And then I, I insert one of the lines and then start taking notes under it, but that's always at the header, you know, so I can get to that stuff. So you know where to get to project support yeah. material or right. important links like in one place. Yeah. So this is kind of similar, but it, it just, um, it lists those things out kind of by date, the date I got them. That's great. I'll sometimes even write a little reflection like, oh man, that meeting didn't go well. I'm just going to put it in here. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'll have links to my meeting notes in there too, like under the day. So I know I just have one, like one place I need to open up and I can find, you know, the meeting notes uh, for any given day. Nice. Um, after that, I will sometimes process my uh, task inbox to zero. So I'll ensure that things got get clarified. If there's some clarification that I need to do on a task, make sure they get assigned to the right project. Uh, I have a couple of tags that I use. I'll make sure they get tagged right, that kind of thing. Do you do, you do something similar? Like, do you have tasks that you sometimes capture throughout the day that you need to process? Yeah, sometimes the... people will ask me to do things and I'll just like quickly like add yeah. something to my inbox and then I... I'll process it later. Nosby has a really nice, uh, quick note. Like, so if you, there's a couple of things that I like about it. It has, it's a little circle with a check up in my quick links. And then if you click on it, it opens up like, and you can type a task in really quick. So I try to capture the tasks as I go. Yep. I do the same and thing. And then it sends it to an inbox yep, that I then thing. I'll yep. sync up the inbox. I actually do that in the morning. That's, that's one of my things. Um, but it also has an, and I'm sure yours has this too. It's pretty standard, but an email address, like I can forward an email and yep. to a specific address and then it puts it on my task list. I love that. Yeah. In fact, that's what I typically do next. I'll go through my email and see if there's ah, any emails with tasks and I'll yeah. forward those into my task manager. Or if I have a little bit of time, extra time, I'll, I'll sometimes reply to emails then as well. Um, I don't always get my email box to zero. There's like, oh, I need to noodle on that a little more. I don't really know what I'm going to do about it. I'll just leave it in there and I'll, I'll normally tackle it the next day during one of my email blocks. Um, and then this is where our, I think our sort of shutdown routine, startup routines differ, Casey. I will then pick tomorrow's tasks. So I'll go through my tasks that I've flagged for the week. I'll pick tomorrow and I'll look at my weekly goals and then I'll pick the tasks that, um, I'd like to get done tomorrow. Now, I have kind of a unique process when it comes to this. I call this um, uh, picking tomorrow's tasks hoarder edition. So I'll go through and like flag all the things. And, and this is how I build my tomorrow list. I'll just flag them. So my task manager lets me flag them and then filter just to my flag tasks. So if it's flagged, that kind of means I want to get it done tomorrow in this case. So that's the flag thing you were saying. That's right. I use the date for it. Right. I just use a flag. Um, So I'll flag the tasks that I think I want to do tomorrow. And I just let myself go wild. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds. Oh, yeah, I need to get that done. And normally I like have 10 things that I want to do tomorrow. But I know (laughs) that I'm not going to get them all done. So I will then take that list and cut it in half. And I'll look at it again. This is the hoarder edition. Have you seen hoarders, Casey? Yeah, I love hoarders. So they like make you take all your stuff out of your house that you want to keep. And then they're like, okay, that's great. You want to keep that. Now cut that pile in half. 
<laughs> get rid of that stuff. What are three right. things? Exactly. You get up, so my goal is to get to kind of three things. Sometimes it's five, but I try to get yeah. down to a, a reasonable, like, yeah, even on a bad day, I think I can get these three or four or five things done. Because here's the truth, Casey. I still have all the things tagged that I want to do that week. So if I get those three things done or four things done, I can still go to my task list and find those other things that I thought I wanted to get done today, too. Um, but this kind of helps me just quickly, like I flag them real quick. I'm like, oh, oh man, I got like 10, 15 things. Okay, let's cut that in <laughs> half. Okay, let's cut that in half again. And then, you know, by that time, and it doesn't take very long, um, I'm down to, uh, you know, three or four things that, I, that I'm going to do tomorrow that I've committed to. And, um, and again, you know, if I have more time, I, I got a whole list of other things I can, I, I can think about working on. And then after that, Casey, I am done. Done, done, done. I try not to think about work. I do not return to my computer. I shut my <laughs> my office door, my home office door. I am done. So just to recap, this is what I do. I update my weekly plan. I process my notes. I update my project hub entries with any new resources and stuff that I received that day. I process my new tasks and make sure they've got projects and tags and all that kind of stuff. I'll look at my email again. I pick tomorrow's tasks, order edition, and then I'm done. That is it. <laughs> it's interesting. I was thinking as you were going through it, because you're right, like your shutdown mirrors my startup because my shutdown is much simpler um, because, and I was wondering if it's due to our chronotypes where I'm an early bird I think like, so. and, and you're more like a night owl yep. type of person. Um, yeah. So I still, still get energy. up at like seven. Like, so I'm yeah. not like early. I'm not like a, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't get up at but, 10. But I'm saying like but... the, you need some coffee to That's get going. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, just how you start up and. I feel like at this time I am like crawling You're out done. of my office. So to do a bunch of like priority, like I, I'm going to hate everyone. I will not be in an optimistic <laughs> mood by the end of the day. So one uh, of the other things, and, and I, uh, I think David Sparks, who's a, a wonderful Mac nerd uh, on the internet. He, one of the things he said, he does something similar where he picks his tasks for tomorrow uh, today. And uh, one of the things that he said about this sort of activity really resonated with me. He believes that we're more realistic at the end of the day than we are at the beginning of the day. And I think that's true for me. I don't know if that's true for everybody, but I I tend in the morning, even though I'm not a morning person, I tend to think like, oh, yeah, I can take over the world. I can get everything done. I'm amazing. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. But by the end of the day, that sort of newness that sort of i'm amazing i'm a hero i can do anything is worn off and i i tend to be a little more realistic with myself at the end of the day than i would be at the beginning of the day hmm, that's interesting i i'm not a realist i'm a pessimist at the end of the day <laughs> like i i can't do anything tomorrow because i'm so you're, you're out just you're just today. done no, okay it's not that bad but the, i i actually think it's interesting i have played around with trying to set up my uh, next day, but cut, like taking a break and then coming back and, and doing it. I've just found once I like your be done. No, seriously, be done. Like once I step out of my office, I don't want to go back into it because at that point I'm connecting with my family. Like almost like my real job begins at that point, right? Like the real priority focuses. So I, I mine's pretty similar. Um, I will, uh, at the end of the day, I'll do one more email sweep, and this time the email sweep is only emails that came in today. Like I won't, cause I store emails until they're complete. So I, I know this is against your email inbox zero, 
but I, it's a loop for me. So it's another place for stuff to, you know, so I won't delete or, or file an email until I don't need it anymore uh, for reference. So I'll go just through the today's email and find tasks and respond again, two minute rule, uh, always on email, uh, per email. And then I will sync up those rhythms that I talked about. Um, what did I eat? What did I, you know, those nice. things, your trackers to see. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's like, Oh, I'm still 20 grams of protein short. Okay. I need to drink a protein drink tonight, you know, or something like that, uh, to get there. I haven't gone on a walk yet today or I haven't done my, my strength workout. Um, so it gives me kind of my night tasks that I, I need to get done. And then the, uh, I process notes as well, go through and just sync up, clean up any notes. I, I find I have to clean them up because I don't take great notes in meetings. Like I'll be like, why did I write butterflies or mellow? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I need to order yellow, you know, or something like that. Like I'll have to go back and clean those up. And uh, again, I'll just go through the day's notes. And then uh, last but not least, and this has made a huge impact in my life, I take um, some time for reflection. Now, if I'm toast at this point, I'll come back to this at the end of the night. It's the only thing I'll allow myself to come back to. And uh, I have a, a just a, a small planner. It's not huge. And it has a notes page. And I use that for a daily reflection. And I just start writing. Like I like I said, during the day, I've captured things that were interesting or brought me joy or questions I have. And I can only write that one page. That's my rule. I have to write a whole page, but I can't write more than a page. So I'll just start like, uh, Jacob really pissed me off during Leader of Fables recording. He said oh, go, that guys. I should do everything at night and I am a morning person. Why did that make me so upset? You know, like, uh, so it's, it's a little bit like a teenage drama processing, but what I find is when I get to my weekly, I can go back through those notes. Like, uh, I'll even call out like felt insecure in the meeting about this project Mm. or this skill set I don't have. And, and it's cool though, to see my progression, my thinking progression through the week and through a quarter, if I go back and read, uh, what I'm doing, but that again, it's like four things to shut down and I'm out of there half an hour at the most to shut down. Uh, and I have it blocked on my calendar too. That's great. When do you, when do you typically like complete your, your shutdown routine? Does it, how long do see mine typically I, I'm doing a lot of stuff. So it typically you takes like me an hour, hour and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm my, my goal is to try to be done by 5 PM every day. What, what, what how long does yeah. yours take? And like, when do you try to be done? Goal is to be done at five and I, I have a block on my calendar at four so no one can put a meeting. I'll say that like, I only need about a half an hour, um, to do it. So I give myself a little buffer there if I'm filling, if I'm finishing up another project or need to connect with someone really quick, but yeah, about a half an hour. And ideally I'd started at four and leave at four 30. Like that would be the win that I somehow always seem to find something else to do if I'm, you know, but but I, the act, the visual, I actually changed this. The physical act of shutting the door is something that I cognizantly say in my head, I'm shutting this door. Um, and that I try not to go back into my office at night because. Yeah, me too. It's very rare it that I'll go back work. into my office unless yeah. there's some research I'm doing or it's like more like personal type stuff. I won't, I won't work. Yeah. Uh, normally at all. Okay. So to recap, Casey, uh, the encouragement is to develop some routines uh, that help us be more productive throughout the day. And what you and I have found is to develop a, a startup routine and a shutdown routine to plan the day or plan tomorrow and um, 
try to limit yourself to just three or four, probably three tasks that you want to get done that day. And it, and, and this is kind of the, the litmus test that I set for myself. It's like, okay, if I get these three things done, can I say with some confidence that the day was a success? And if the answer is yes, then great. Uh, that was a good day. Even if I didn't get everything done that I really wanted to get done, if I got those three things done, um, I can say that the day was success and, and feel good about it. And, uh, and then go in tomorrow with hopefully some more energy and, uh, and excitement to knock out my, uh, weekly goals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I think, uh, one other thing for me is I tie back to if for success for the day was more, how did I do on my rituals less on, did I accomplish the tasks that were on there? Like, did I actually follow my system to get the task done? Because if I don't, that means that the planning was flawed, right? And I can get better at planning and understanding my limits and stuff. Um, also, you sometimes get into a project and you reach a blocker and yep. you need to schedule a meeting. And, and so, so I, I hardly ever get down on myself if I don't get through my list. And I almost never get through my list. Like stuff moves over to the next day every single day. Um, but I at least know the ones that I prioritized as high like that I'm going to really try to move those or I need to cancel some meetings tomorrow because I don't, you know, I don't have time. I, I have to get this done. So no, that's, that, that's smart. And I, you know, I think this is, it's worth mentioning too, that routines have a cumulative effect, right? If we work yeah. our routines consistently, even if we don't always succeed during the day, the fact that we work the routine is going to build is going to build on itself and it's going to pay dividends. Um, oh, that's right. That's like, so, cause so good. And it brought up something. I, I know we're closing, but I just wanted to add this. When I feel overwhelmed by the day, I go back to what I'm supposed to be doing in my routine. So if it's my startup routine, doesn't matter how overwhelmed I feel. What's the next thing on my startup routine in the middle of the day? What's my next thing that I'm, I'm supposed to be working on. And it, it, pulls down the anxiety and just the wasted time of kind of shuffling and half working on something. Um, that's where routines really, yep. and, and I, I would even call them rituals because I believe they're so much more powerful even than a routine. Like this is, this is how I, this is how I make progress on what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Tasks are fleeting. I think routines are there. There's something that, that, that done right developed done consistently, yeah. like they're going to pay dividends because you do them all the time. And, and, uh, right. they, they hopefully can carry us through hard times and good times and everything in between. Right. You get lost without them. And I'll tell you one thing I've been trying to do that I used to not do is actually do the morning ritual on the weekends, um, where I'll actually wow, get that's up, great. Yeah. Go through and like, what do I want to get done today? Sometimes I'm like, okay, nerd, take a day off, you know, like, and Saturdays is the one day I probably don't do, but even on Sundays now I do, I like, will do my morning routine, which has no tasks really that day, but I still get through my routine. Um, and it, I, I like it. It just, at least if there is uh sometimes on the weekend, there'll be a meeting, there'll be a, like a volunteer meeting or something like that, that I'm like, oh, I did think about it. So I didn't prep for it and I get to it. I'm unprepared. So I, I like to even do it on the weekends probably only about 10% of the time on Saturdays, but one day I'm going to every day it'll be on there. That's brilliant. All right. Well, Casey, I think this, uh, this, this was a really good chat on, uh, 
Very practical. Yeah, very, super practical. You cannot yeah. say you didn't hear what we do here now. If you, you might have been bored to tears, but at least you could you could grab either of ours. You could mix them. You yep. could just cherry pick little things. Just start with a morning routine if you're a morning person like me, or start with a shutdown routine if you're kind of wired like Jacob. Um, but but do something here. Like there's you know some really proactive lessons here. Yeah, and if you would like to nerd out with us a little bit more, Casey and I are kicking off a newsletter here, uh, I think, next week. So that's coming up. Uh, please sign up uh, at our website, leaderfables.com. And um, if you sign up, you enter yourself to win two free books. Not one free book, two free books. Two. Two, Free to Focus and Deep Work. And these are two of our most really want to geek out on this stuff yeah. this is we are your place yeah that's right <laughs> and uh i want to encourage if, if you know you got something out of this episode please leave us a review on itunes um or apple music that really helped or apple podcasts rather that uh that really helps us um, promote the show and of course we would love to hear your feedback in fact casey and i um in i think five weeks we'll be doing a feedback episode so send your feedback to feedback at leaderfables.com and casey until next time, lead on. Lead on.